0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by GooGoo.jp. Get a great night's sleep with a comfortable and affordable GooGoo mattress. Discount code later in the podcast. Greetings everyone! This episode we deep dive into well-known but often misunderstood Japanese culture topics with Kiyoshi Matsumoto. Kiyoshi is the author of the book Japan Unmasked – Understanding Japan and Its People. Kiyoshi is Japanese but has lived outside Japan for over 30 years while working in the travel industry. During this time, he has spent countless hours explaining Japanese culture to his foreign guests and realized there are a lot of common misconceptions about Japan and the Japanese. He wrote Japan Unmasked to set the record straight. This book covers many modern and contemporary topics and is not overly academic at all. It's a fun read and covers concepts such as Wabi Sabi, Ma, Uchi Soto, and many, many others. Kyoshi even lists his top three foreign misconceptions of the Japanese and why face is everything in Japan. Definitely perfect topics for this podcast. So, direct from Tokyo, this is Now in Zen with Kyoshi Matsumoto. So, when you talk about perfectionism, when you talk about saving face... yeah. What comes to mind is a very Japanese phrase, Uso Mohoben. Okay. Uso Mohoben. Yeah. Say, I'm saying that correctly, yeah, right? That's
1: correct, that's correct. I understand what you say. So, it's like a white lie. Yeah? It's like
0: a white lie, yeah. Exactly. It means there, there's no harm in not telling the truth if nobody gets hurt.
1: That's correct, because of harmony. So, Uso Mohoben.
0: Do yeah. you use that? I don't. I've actually never heard anybody say that in daily life, oh, really? but I know the phrase.
1: yeah, yeah. I think that uh, everybody do not say it, but uh, everybody practices it
0: yeah, in okay. reality. Again, it's understood in yeah, the silence. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the
1: context. Yeah. So
0: somebody will say something and somebody won't question it because they know that it's a white lie. Wow.
1: So if I have to say something very important, I'd rather say it in English rather yeah. than Japanese.
0: English is a very direct language. Yeah,
1: and they're very clear. And yeah.
0: Japanese is very no mis- vague.
1: Yeah, no misunderstanding. Right. Yes is yes. No is no. Right. Japanese, other way around.
0: I had one guest on this podcast. She's a, she's an expert on Japanese business and right. Japanese culture. Right. And I think she said there's like 50 ways to say no in Japanese without using the word no. I don't know. <laughs> Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I don't know 50 or no, but I cried a lot. Exactly. The yes. Probably the most common ones uh, that may be difficult.
0: That may be difficult. Yeah,
1: that's a clear no, right?
0: Yeah, it So, so, so. so. For, for foreigners who speak Japanese, they go, well, it's difficult. Oh, yeah, 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 but, but yeah, if yeah, it's no difficult, problem. it's possible.
1: That's correct. Japanese way of politely saying no. Or Kento suru. <laughs> I'll oh, consider it. Well, That's absolutely <laughs> no. I hear all the time. <laughs> it's, it's
0: absolutely no. no. Kento suru. Yeah. Then what do you say in Japanese if you actually want to consider something?
1: I think that is uh, how they say it. Okay.
0: It has to do with your voice inflection, yeah, yeah. maybe your body language, body language your, your eye, eye contact. contact. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Kiyoshi Matsumoto, author of Japan Unmasked. Welcome to the podcast, Kiyoshi. Thank you for having me. Cheers to you. Uh, cheers. And welcome back to Japan. Yeah, after all those three years. You've been in Australia for 30 years. Yeah, yeah,
1: 33 to be 33. exact. 33.
0: How many years has it been since you've been in Japan?
1: I was here last time in uh, January 2020, before the COVID hit. All
0: right, so you wrote this book called Japan Unmasked. Why did you write this book?
1: When I approached the age of 60, I had no choice but to re-examine my roots after living away from Japan for the past 35 years. Like so many Japanese, who were youngster in the 1960s and 70s. I looked externally for inspiration and freedom, negating the suffocating society that surrounded me.
0: Japan was a suffocating society? It was. It okay. was.
1: Probably less now, but uh, when I was younger...
0: Now, was that suffocating for everybody or just for you because maybe you had a different personality oh, or a different style?
1: Well, I can't tell for everyone else, but uh, yeah, probably... Majority of people, I would say, because I spoke to my age group and uh, living in Japan. Right. They agree with me. But obviously they didn't go out, but I did. So that's the differences. Okay.
0: Right. So you hit 60 and you decided you better yeah. write a book about your roots. That's correct.
1: I have lived in the UK and the US and Australia for ever since I was 27. So I prefer to bring up my family on foreign show. And I'm now in my mid-60s. Okay. So for majority of my life, working life, I escorted clients to Japan, helping navigate cultural maze of Japanese business.
0: Just a little bit of background information. Your whole career has been in the tourism Industry. So when you say guiding clients, it means bringing them from overseas to Japan and being That's a personal right. tour guide. That's correct. And probably all your guests had a lot of questions That's about Japanese culture and why is this like that, etc. Yeah,
1: so I got a lot of questions during my trip. That gave me all the ideas and I couldn't answer all, every single uh, question, of course. Right. So I have to research it. Sure. You know, when I was in the process of doing research... I became more interested. And I wanted to explain better and deeper. So you already had a lot of content yes. and
0: cultural content, That's I should correct. say, yeah. to write your book. That's correct. You and didn't just sit down one day and say, you know, I want to write a book. Let's start with history. You took all the topics that you'd already been yes. explaining so diligently to all of these foreigners over the years. Yeah,
1: all barbary, So I wanted to put in writing, right? Excellent. So I started blogging. Website is actually talk about Japan.com.
0: Yeah, talk about Japan.com. I started yeah. about
1: 1989.
0: I did see your blog oh, and you? I noticed oh. that some
1: of the topics that you wrote right. on your blog are also included in your book. That's correct. Not exactly the same word, correct. I changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk about your book a little bit. Okay. Your book is split into four main categories history, yeah. tradition, people and society, and nature's influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, each chapter, there are eight, nine sub-chapters, and most have intriguing and (laughs) eye-catching titles, such as Japan's Hidden Moral Code, Wabi Sabi, Is Japan Racist?, and The Culture (laughs) of Emotions. These titles all tease the reader, and all are very casual, and educational without right. being too academic. Right. Was this done on purpose?
1: Yeah. I purposely wrote a book as uh, a non academic explanation of Japan and its people. I wanted to be an easy read, so there are many other subjects that I could have included, but uh, concentrating on those, I felt Westerners in particular right. were particularly interested in. So, for example, many people outside looking at Japan and see the homogenous, to some extent, racist culture. I wanted to address it. So okay. I wanted to be very clear about it.
0: Yeah. Well, your, your topics are very modern. They're very current. Okay. You ask questions like, is Japan racist? Or how has digital technology changed Japan? Or the decline The decline of sex in Japan. These are all topics that you often see in the news, and you address them all. That's really great. Which chapter or topic did you most enjoy writing about?
1: It's uh, hard to say which of the many chapters I enjoy the most, but one topic I really enjoy writing about, since I believe this would be a useful and uh, important insight for my readers, was uh, maybe the concept of my...
0: Yes. Yeah. That was great. Yep. The concept of Ma. Because you brought that up. Let's talk about that okay, right now.
1: Sure. So Ma
0: is the concept of time and space. Mm-hmm. for Je- And you write, and I quote you. Mm-hmm. For Japanese, the time and space between things mm-hmm. is just as important as the object themselves. Okay. Could you explain what that means?
1: Yeah. It, ma is about the space and time, as you say. It refers to the space between the objects and people, right? As well as the event, like a painting, for example. The negative or unfilled space is required to highlight the positive or filled space. That's true. Any object or even person is defined by the space and time that they inhabit. Take the object from the space or time and its roots, its change, and its meaning. Ma is about the space we gave ourselves in our daily lives. Yeah. It's a Zen concept, yes, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. Right. It's coming from Zen concept.
0: Yeah, And there's also Ma in communication. There is a meaning in a pause yeah. or silence. Yes,
1: correct. That's
0: pretty much Ma.
1: Japanese are known for their slowness to take action, right? The oh. Japanese are very slow.
0: Ma. Decision-making yeah. is very slow in very Japan, slow. yes.
1: This is as much to do with Ma as its consensus. And there is always a pause between taking action, and to contemplate and to think carefully. So decision made, not just on the logic, but the understanding of deeper emotions.
0: It's also why in Japan, some Westerners see an object and they might think it's very simplistic. That's correct. And right. this is an example of Ma, isn't yes, it?
1: That's correct. It's a, wabi-sabi is the same. It's a simplistic. That is its core Japanese culture. Wabi-sabi yeah. and yeah. Ma. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. All yeah, both simplistic. Because as, as we say, Japanese as a country, they are overtly homogenous yes. and uh, secretive and uh, beautifully... Simplistic,
0: Yeah, and a very high-context culture. That's correct. So there's a lot of meaning in silence, and there's a lot of meaning in what's not said, which gives foreigners so much trouble.
1: Yeah, because Japanese share the same information and uh, context. That's true. So therefore, they understand each other without telling it too much. But the Westerners, probably because they don't understand or they don't share the same information, so therefore it's hard to understand. Probably you're living in Japan how long? 30 years. So you you understand probably more of it, right? Well, probably more than
0: the average (laughs) person that doesn't live in Japan, that's for sure. But there are still times where I have communication with Japanese, maybe even my staff, where I'm expecting something verbally, maybe, or an explanation in a certain way, and maybe my expectations aren't met. I realized later that it's what was not said mm-hmm. was the message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, message. Yes,
1: and you sometimes miss out, right?
0: It sometimes gives me trouble, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's uh, culture is yeah. kind of baked into you from a very young age, yeah. and it's you can learn it, but yeah. it doesn't become, I think, uh, second nature so yeah, easily. Yeah, no, 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 no. You do have a subchapter in your yeah. book called Wabi Sabi, Japan's simplistic way of life. As Japanese, how do you explain wabi-sabi?
1: Oh, it's a way of explaining, for example, in terms of wabi-sabi. In a country where the natural disasters of earthquake and uh, volcanic eruption and the flood are uh, annual event, right. the concept of wabi-sabi, the wabi-sabi promotes acceptance of life's hardship uh, through the understanding that all will pass and the better will come again. So, as you grow and face adversity and the joy of life, your soul is marked accordingly. As one approaches the end, it is not the evenness and the perfection of life that is remembered, but the up, ups and downs that created your unique journey. Right.
0: Foreigners will normally define or explain Wabi Sabi
1: as the
0: beauty in yeah, imperfection.
1: That's correct. And imperfect, impermanent, and uh, incomplete. So that's the three three words related to the Wabi-Sabi.
0: Yeah, could you say those three words one more time?
1: Yeah. Permanent. Impermanent, yes. Incomplete. Incomplete. Imperfect. Imperfect. Three I's. That's correct. So that is a pretty much Wabi-Sabi, fundamental.
0: And do you really think the average Japanese lives a wabi-sabi life. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, right? That's a
1: very uh, ancient ideas. Right. And then a lot of, uh, not Japanese so much appreciate it anymore, mm-hmm. but probably the more Westerners appreciate this. Zen, a lot of uh, Westerners like it, idea of Zen. Right. Then I don't think so. Japanese no longer sort of understand or carry through on a daily life. Also,
0: foreigners will often use kintsugi, as an example of yeah. wabi-sabi. Kintsugi is a Japanese craft when you break a dish or yeah. a mug or plate or something right. and it cra- a piece cracks off right. and you put it back together That's right. with yeah. gold. It's restored using this gold process yeah. and to make it more beautiful.
1: Yeah, and also the highlights, the imperfection, They're highlighting that. Yeah. So it's not try to be a perfect. Imperfect right. is fine. Does the
0: Buddhist concept of a spirit in everything does that apply to this situation? Because if it's a, a nice plate or a nice ceramic something, and if you break it or chip it, and you just throw it away, it's a waste. It's kind of mutainai, yeah. right? In Buddhism, there's this concept that everything has a spirit. Right. So in this kintsugi wabi-sabi example wow, is, a, is, is, am i going too deep here This is very deep <laughs>
1: okay. okay but i probably you're very good that's that's a good anal- analogy i guess okay. a, a good analyzation uh-huh. I, I like that oh, so i may have to thank go you. deeper to, to yeah. let you know but uh, i think it's pretty much feel free uh,
0: yes. to use it in your next book yeah, okay all right thank you <laughs> blog post <laughs> Okay, so those two concepts, ma and wabi-sabi, was from the chapter tradition. Yes. And I'm not going to talk about the chapter of history Mm -hmm. so much, but Uh I have to compliment you Uh because there's you covered history in a really easy-to-read way. And there's so many books out there about Japanese history. So if you really, this is not a history book. No, no, no. But you just wrote the history section as kind of a foundation.
1: Sure. A very short,
0: I think it was only like... 27 pages or something like that but you devote most of it to to tradition and people in society that's great and in people in society you write about face okay and you devote nine pages to face you write face is everything in japan wow that's quite a statement (laughs) okay like that could have been the title of your book
1: yeah, but it's people talking about the face all the time, like saving face, losing face. Right. That's pretty much not only Japan but also China and Korea, all Confucius thoughts. This is true. Right. Yes. Right. So, Japanese are constantly concerned with ensuring that their actions help others in saving face. Right. And in turn, they do not lose face. In Japan, the length of time for decisions to be made is often criticized by the outsiders. But right. such decisions are made painstakingly and thoughtfully right. to ensure that everyone's face is not only saved but also gained. Everyone is considered and the consensus is essential. That's
0: right. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why especially business decisions take a long time. Yeah. Uh, because everybody must be consulted. That's correct. Everybody must be on the same page. That's right. And is the ringi show yes. where everybody puts their, their stamp of approval on it. Yeah. Is the ringi show, the approval process, is that a part of this yeah. face-saving?
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the group, right? So have has to be, you know, everybody understand before, whether they agree or not, right. sometimes some people disagree, right. but at least they are notified. They
0: are notified, yeah, yes. That's a very important. Also, about. Nemawashi, that's correct. the act of consensus building, which yes. is very, very common in Japan.
1: This correct. is
0: also related to face?
1: Yes pretty much so face is everything what I say that's that's what I mean by that so how could people
0: dealing with Japanese mm-hmm. mainly foreigners mm-hmm. how could they avoid causing loss of face with their Japanese Oh,
1: for example in a meeting in disagreeing to somebody in public is causing the losing the face so you are disagreeing to somebody in Public, then probably you call upon in the private situation and they talk about it. Yeah. So the face is saved in public. But
0: that's a huge cultural difference because I was just in the US yeah. last month in a, a company seminar, company conference. Everybody was speaking their opinion, some people were disagreeing with others. Yeah. A debate yeah. situation,
1: and Westerners really love debating. I know. That's right. So, totally opposite in yeah, this I, situation.
0: And I knew that going in. I, I took my Japanese colleague with me. Yes. And so, I coached him right. a little bit on what was going to happen. Okay, okay. Expectation. Right. But one thing I neglected to tell him right. was the timing, the interruption timing. Right. Because it's, it was even hard for me. Right. So, one or two people are having a conversation and you want to give your opinion... And that timing where you're not interrupting, but you're just jumping on the end of somebody's point and you go in. So it seems to me like it's not really active listening, to be honest. You have your your own opinion. You're just waiting to say your opinion. So So what I did to overcome that was when I would interject myself... I would then say, "Oh, but my colleague, he knows better than me, so I'll let him explain." Right. right so right. then I gave the floor to him, and yeah, that's that's how we okay. overcame that's, that.
1: That's good. That's good. Encouragement, yeah. Yeah. Yes,
0: that's good. We all know getting a great sleep is important, and this is what Gugu is all about: super comfortable mattresses at very affordable prices and delivered to your home for free. They back up their best sleep ever promise with a 100 night money back guarantee. Learn more at gugu.jp and enter the coupon code zen for your discount. Gugu, better sleep, better you. What's your favorite Australian beer?
1: I don't drink much but uh it's now the craft beer is becoming a little bit the big thing so because yes,
0: Australians are known for yeah, you know yeah, beer yeah, drinking. Big,
1: yeah, big drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they do. But you don't so, have
0: a favorite one? Like a Foster's uh, or? No,
1: Foster's, and that's an old oh, brand, right? Oh, sorry. Only old, old, old people doing that. Hey, are you calling me old? <laughs> no, no, no. But But the Queensland, they got 4X. 4X's, yes. Yeah. So that means that no no letter. The New South Wales, the Sydney or Melbourne people make a fund of Queensland because they can't spare anything. So that's why 4X's.
0: Okay. And what's the, what's the beer called? 4X? Four 4X's, Four yeah. 4X's. In Mexico, they have two X's and they oh, call yeah, it Dos Equis. Okay. It's a very popular beer, oh, but it's two okay.
1: X's. Okay. Victorian is that a very... Oh yeah, I like that one, yeah, VB. That's, yeah, that's, a that's a working class beer, we call it. <laughs> working class beer? Okay.
0: So I'm a working class <laughs> old guy. I don't know. Because <laughs> I only know Foster's <laughs> and, and VB. That's classic. Thank you for that great compliment, Kyoshi. Japan Unmasked is an exception. Yeah. Because most books written on Japanese cultural things mm-hmm. are usually written by foreigners yeah. who live in Japan. That's cool. But you are Japanese, <laughs> and who better to explain Japan than a native?
1: Yeah, but I was also living away. I right? saw so thirty-three years away from Japan, so I looked at Japan as an outsider. So that's what gave me a unique perspective, I guess.
0: Yeah, that is a unique perspective for yeah. sure. Yeah. Your book, Japan Unmasked, yeah. is very popular on Amazon. Okay. It has a 4.6 out of 5 rating. Okay. That must make you very happy.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm very happy, of course. And uh, I didn't expect this kind of reaction because I just thought I wanted to just release it. That's all, my, all I wanted. So I didn't expect uh, good responses. I just wanted to publish it
0: are sales good i mean how many books have you sold oh, if you don't mind me yeah, asking no
1: it's all, not all at all when i published back in june 2021 and the for the first three months was a very very uh, good right. because i promoted on my linkedin account and then a lot of attention came and a yeah. lot of review was for the first three months a yeah. lot right now the average about 50 copies a month 50
0: copies per month
1: yeah it's somebody like me. So I'm, you know, I'm not famous at all. So not yet. <laughs> no, no, I
0: don't see it. <laughs> What's the best review that you received that made you feel uh, very satisfied, maybe even proud?
1: Yeah, it's a lady in uh, Austin, uh, Texas. She's a uh, half Japanese. She didn't understand a daughter. She didn't understand the mother's reaction to the American society. Yeah. And a lot of books they explained to her yeah. that she got now clear. So now she want to go back to her uh, mother country, not, not, not to live, but just to visit. Wow. So that gave me a lot of you know, encouragement and uh, satisfa- satisfaction. That's so a I made uh, some kind of influence on somebody, right?
0: Very good. Did you ever think about updating your blog again by using some of the chapters from your book?
1: Yeah, at the moment I'm doing cross-cultural communication training.
0: Are they cross-cultural like seminars?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, cross-cultural communication training.
0: And is your book, Japan Unmasked, is this the required reading for all the students? (laughs)
1: Not really, but it's a foundation. So it's uh, good for them to be able to read it before coming to my course. That would be better.
0: In the West, we often say, perfection is the enemy of good. But in Japan, perfectionism right. is not striving for excellence or self-improvement right. or the key to success, but a way of avoiding shame. Right. This is a cultural insight I believe most Westerners cannot fully understand. Help us, Kyoshi, All understand right. this.
1: Okay. For example... In the business, one of the reasons for the always ensuring so much supporting data when making a decision by Japanese is that should the venture, for example, between the American or Japanese company fail, no one can then be rebuked or singled out for lack of preparation.
0: So actually, nobody is 100% responsible.
1: Nobody's, blame. right. Nobody's blamed. Nobody's right? blamed, yeah. I think in this sense, perfection or detail orientation is a true Japanese defense.
0: Defense? Yeah. That's an interesting statement.
1: Yeah, because you want to be perfect, but you don't want to be blamed. It's like uh, just to protect them, th- their own face. Right. So to be uh, to be safe, not taking too much risk.
0: You just said something interesting. You said that Japanese are very concerned about what outsiders think about Japan. This is true. And it got me thinking you are Japanese and you write this great cultural book about Japan. Have you ever thought about having your book translated into
1: Japanese? Yeah, some people say suggested that. I just don't know how the Japanese take it because when I posted something similar to on my LinkedIn sometimes uh, from a Japanese person how can I say very Resentful or, resentful. Uh, or uh, even uh, aggressive, right? Why? I don't know. Because I they think I'm making fun of it, the Japan, but uh, I'm not. No, uh, no, no, not at all. But some Japanese take it as very seriously. That's the sort of thing. So I don't know when I translate into Japanese, yeah. how many people will read? I'm not sure. But so some Japanese maybe yeah they may agree with me, yeah, but they don't say it.
0: So on Amazon. The English version yeah. has 4.6 out of 5 stars. Okay. If you had a Japanese version, uh, how many stars do you think you I would get? Know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope as, a, as a similar to the English version. You hope, uh, but uh, what, uh,
0: you knowing Japanese culture, yeah. what's your best guess?
1: I think if I get 3.5, I, I will be very happy. <laughs> because I don't expect the Japanese people to give me a high, because Japanese are very uh, you know, that's a very ju- judgmental, right? right? They don't give you 100%, particularly to the Japanese. To right. the Westerners, they yeah. very pride. Yes. They say, oh, five.
0: Yeah, that's true. When I look at restaurant reviews in Japanese, yeah. sometimes the review will be great. They'll say, oh, wonderful atmosphere, the food was good, good cost performance. <laughs> yeah, Three yeah. out of five.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> wait you, a say, minute. you say very good, right? Yeah, it sounds Over. like five to me. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? So that's what the Japanese are. That's, right.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Very judgmental.
0: Here's an observation true or false? Mm-hmm. Most Japanese do not smile in photos, mm-hmm. but if you make the peace sign yeah. while taking a photo, then it's okay to smile.
1: Oh, probably yes. I think it's, it's uh, mentally, I think that the peace gives uh, opportunity or gives uh, like a chance to say oh i can smile it but it's uh you look you have to look serious right for the japanese uh, mindset right so not showing so much uh, smile yes you have to be serious but it's a peace sign probably encourage people to smile as well yeah so i think it's yes all right
0: (laughs) okay well i thought maybe it was a misconception what are some common misconceptions about the Japanese? You've been guiding people to Japan for 30 years, and probably you've heard a lot. So, yeah. what are just some common mis- misconceptions?
1: Yeah, I can say, uh, I don't know which one you want to hear. i just give you uh, some examples. Give right? me the top three. Oh, top three, okay. Number so, one. So, number one is that Japanese should be uh, highest productivity. Uh, uh yes. That is a misconception.
0: Because the Japanese are perceived as being very efficient. That's correct.
1: Working hard, long hours. Exactly. Right. But? It's not. It's, a, it's always a surprise for foreign businessmen arriving in Japan. The Japanese business is antiquated compared to modern business practices. Right. The productivity gains a surprising low. And The office digitalization is poor.
0: So in terms of productivity, um, I don't have the statistics in front of me. Ranking is quite low.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: The adaptation of digital technologies- Yeah, it's very low. Um, it's very low still, right. yeah.
1: And for example, the long hours and the punctuality are more about the good impression management. Ah, uh, it's face. Yeah, face. Providing your dedication to the team and the company is a paramount right. to ensure the long-term job security for them and the corporate advancement. Yeah. That's so, one
0: reason why I often leave work on time, Yeah. even sometimes a little bit early. I tried to set an example. Yeah.
1: yeah. As that's, soon as you leave, the Japanese leave. Right? That's true.
0: <laughs> I once <laughs> left the office by, and I forgot something. Mm-hmm. And I went back like 20 minutes later and almost everybody was gone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a service zangyo yeah. in Japanese. So, right. you know, service you know.
0: overtime. It's, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. unpaid overtime. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number two.
1: Yeah. Okay. So 126 million Japanese have a little opportunity for the personal space in their lives because so congested, right? Uh, no personal space. But that's, that's not true.
0: Well, personal space exists.
1: Yeah, exists. So mm. in the Japanese way not in Western way. Ah. So you're gonna to have to understand about the difference between the Japanese way yes. of personal space and uh, Western. Because Westerners view personal space as
0: physical space. Yeah, for Japan.
1: Japanese, images of Japanese Russia on a busy Tokyo station where the people are packed into the carriage
0: so on the train it's packed and yeah. there's people are getting pushed yeah. into the cars during yeah. rush hour.
1: But a personal space is space is a communication and for opportunity for inner peace. Privacy is a paramount in Japan. The people are often expected to be quiet. Example is not talking on the phone in the public transportation. Right. For instance, it's common to see people sleeping on the train. A lot of people sleeping on the train.
0: Sleeping or just having their eyes closed, even standing up with their eyes closed.
1: Sometimes they fake a nap in order to close their eyes and they exist. In their own personal space
0: Because shutting
1: down from the rest of the world So just by closing That's creating their own personal space
0: Not physical space
1: So it's an inner peace So Japanese can create their own personal space Even in the congested trains By just faking a nap
0: Faking a nap Okay, so the misconception is Just to recap There's no space Personal space for anybody But you're saying There is a technique A technique, yes Thank you for that and how about number three?
1: All right, Japanese have no individuality. Right. But that's not true. Why does that misconception exist? So it's often thought by the foreigners that the Japanese lack individuality. They got the same hair.
0: suits, you know, white shirt.
1: It's a own personal voice and a critical thought. They are not expressing it. It has a much to do with Japanese mask. They are and wearing a mask. mask. Not a physical. Right. But an emotional mask. So not showing to the rest of the Mm -hmm. the outside. Mm -hmm. People think it's no individuality, but the individuality exists behind the mask. Uchi
0: Uchi Soto. Uchi
1: Soto or Omote Ura. So Uchi Soto in-group and out-group. Omote is public and Ura is in private. So those four Japanese words has got a big meaning on it. Could you
0: say those one more time? Uchi Soto. Uchi. In-groups. Soto and the outgroups. Yeah, which is very important because all Japanese belong yeah. to a group or many groups. The biggest group of yeah. them all is being Japanese.
1: Uh, yeah, family. Right. So Japanese love belonging. So, without belonging to something, Japanese feel very, very uncomfortable. But the Westerners, independence to be strong, but the Japanese love to be belonging to some group.
0: And it could be a tea ceremony group, yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be your university group. Yeah. Everybody has different circles, different that, groups. That's right.
1: right, and some Japanese creating a blood type. Blood type. People like to talk about A, blood oh, type A, right. A, B, yeah. and B. They characterize all the, each blood yeah. type, right? Yeah. that's belong to the, another group too. So that's another grouping.
0: <laughs> that's interesting about the blood type. I remember when I first came to Japan, I got asked, what is my blood type? And I don't know what my blood type is. What blood type do you think I am? Maybe B. Why would you think B? Uh,
1: Bs are very independent and very strong in their characters. Know what they want to do. Okay. Uh, I don't know.
0: That's interesting. With horoscopes, they (laughs) all have a characteristic, right? Mm -hmm. And with blood types as as well. Right. I'm actually O. Oh, really? Oh, really? Same as me. Okay, well, hey, we're in the same group. But also... I think it's 80% of all North American Caucasians oh, right. are O. So In the, Japanese, the, the odds are uh, Caucasian North American, <laughs> then he or she is okay.
1: O. Sort of more outgoing, sort of you know, free spirit.
0: But under that definition, then, it, it, you're saying that 80% of all Caucasian North Americans are, <laughs> are all the same.
1: Right, right. No, 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 true. Not no, true. of
0: course not true. But Isn't that a superstition, yeah, but, though?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because not every single O is the same people, so... Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay, sorry, so we, we got off track a little. We were talking about yeah. Uchi Soto, the other one is uh, Omote, Ura.
1: Omote is public and the Ura is private. Yeah, public face and private face. That's correct.
0: Uchi Soto and Omote, Ura, That's those it. are extremely important also in <laughs> Japanese society. <laughs> but you didn't talk about those in your book.
1: I already wrote another five chapters since uh-huh. I published it, oh. so I can add oh. it on. But oh. uh, yeah, I talk about ura umote right. a
0: lot. Oh, so you have another new? You have five new chapters. Yeah, I do have. So will this be an addendum to your book, or no, uh, an addition to your book, or will this be a potential second book?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. But anyway, okay. I just keep writing it. Cool. So I'm just posting it some on uh, social medias. Okay. I do often do on on LinkedIn. Yeah. And then I get a lot of feedback and I give me ideas, right? Yeah. So that's how I develop the, what I'm going to write next.
0: One thing I noticed about your book is you quote a lot of other books right, right. and a lot of other authors that yes. write about Japan. Yes. Which authors or books explain Japan the best?
1: Okay. that book influenced me to write my book, influential book. I saw the. I don't know whether you know it. Japan a reinterpretation.
0: Japan a reinterpretation. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. I. I know. I don't know that. Yeah. Book. And the author. His name is Patrick Smith.
1: Patrick Smith. Patrick Smith was a journalist mm-hmm. from the highly respected New York Times who mm-hmm. lived in Japan for many years, from 1980 to 1990s. His insights into Japanese culture was so interesting and refreshing. This work was instrumental in me wanting to write my book. I can give you, an example, what he wrote about it. For example, yeah, right? yeah. The concept of seppuku. Seppuku, yeah. Yeah, you uh, know that the samurai. Samurai the, the is. Ritual, a, ritual. A, this.
0: or well, suicide. Yeah. By, uh, by uh, yeah. slicing your belly open with a samurai sword.
1: And or katana But the only outlet for samurai facing shame. In itself, was a pure and the final form of individuality. Oh. That's what he wrote. There a haiku poem at the end. So, all the, before they commit suicide or seppuku, they writing their own personal haiku. Basically, their final words. Such an individual expression. It is subjects like this that inflamed my passion for writing Japanese and Basque. That was so interesting because I never thought this way. His perspective was so refreshing.
0: Japan, a reinterpretation yeah. by Patrick Smith. When you go on Amazon, order two books <laughs> that one and of course Japan right. Unmasked, Understanding Japan and its People yeah. by Kiyoshi Matsumoto. Right. Anybody
1: wants to find your yeah. book, where can they get it? Oh, it's Amazon.com okay, or Amazon.jp, wherever okay. the country from, right?
0: That's the so easiest So this way. is
1: a self-published using an Amazon platform right. and a Kindle desktop publishing so when you order for the paperback, then they start printing it. Right. So there is no, you know, overhead or no... Inventory. Inventory. Wow. they very clever, I guess. Yeah.
0: This is where I ask my standard question. Yeah. And I'm really curious because you are Japanese. Yes. What is your favorite Japanese word which does not have an exact English translation?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a hard one because uh, it's a lot. However, if I have to choose one, maybe ichigo ichie.
0: Ichigo ichie.
1: Yeah, that means maybe that every moment in life is unique. They never occur again, right? So yeah. Once, once in a lifetime. So you uh, make the best of it, right? Live, that's, live every moment. Yeah, that's correct. Wow. So that's my probably my favorite. Why is that your favorite? Yeah, because it's a very Japanese way, right? But it's also... It's a little bit
0: carefree attitude yeah. and philosophy to have, but... Yeah,
1: but it's coming from, I guess, uh, originally from tea ceremony, I guess.
0: Oh, from tea the, ceremony? Yeah, ideas.
1: Yeah, it, uh, participating in a tea ceremony is to be in the moment devoid of all the outside influences. Well, so see. you are in the moment, right? And then you only uh, guest and uh, master for that moment so you make most of it. Yeah.
0: Ichigo Ichie. That's correct. That's a yomoji moji jukugo. Four character idioms. Right. It's a combination of four Chinese characters. Yeah, yon moji jukugo is what it is. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's really cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Ichigo Ichie. Thank you that's for that right. contribution. <laughs> okay. Kyoshi, cheers yes. to you on that. <laughs> Kyoshi, your book is very authentic in its description of Japan and its people. Very relevant for today. It's entertaining. It's informative without being too academic or dry (laughs) at all. Okay. It's a must read for those who want a deeper understanding about Japan. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time today, Kiyoshi. Great. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that was Kiyoshi Matsumoto, author of Japan Unmasked, Understanding Japan and Its People. If you have an interest in Japan and want to learn more about current topics, cultural insights, and what defines Japanese, then this is the book for you. It's available on Amazon right now. For even more episodes just like this one, check out nowandzen.jp. There you can leave a review, a comment, or ask a question. Until next time, thanks for listening and catch you next time. Bye, everyone.